0: Hi, this is Christy Walsh with Surfing the Psychic Waves, and welcome to this episode on Inflow Radio. We are really surfing the psychic waves again today, the last couple weeks we've been doing this, and we're diving in today into a few sacred sites. So there are a couple of clues as to what a sacred site is, and so I'm referring to those, uh, Places around the planet we've called wonders of the world, sites like Stonehenge or the giant statues on Easter Island. Usually humans keep visiting them. These sacred sites, century over century. So, there's probably some type of energy vortex from the earth or a connection to some astronomical constellation um, that's generating a lot of energy. And so, usually in the history of a sacred site, a world leader gets involved making a big deal about the sacred sites, making a big, you know, monument of some kind on top of the sacred site. And there are stories that are hard to prove. And Sometimes difficult to stop the retelling of the story. So, you want to kind of keep your eyes open for some of these clues. Um, many of you were affected by the fire that happened in Notre Dame in uh, Paris a couple of weeks back, and that was really devastating to many of us who look at that as a a monument of many different kinds. But it's also said that it sits on the site of an old temple of Isis. So, who knows what we were all being affected by was it uh the fire itself was it the you know religious site was it the other type of religious site if you were part of the cult of Isis back in the day so uh some of these things do affect us um when we least expect it so we may seem to gravitate towards the spiritual or religious background of the sacred sites but many libraries around the world were also based and or built on those secret sites so a quest for knowledge and communication is somewhere in the mix of these energies and there are places on the planet that you too as a sensitive psychic healer person that you might be um, that you could have a personal connection to and so sometimes you could be in the middle of italy walking down uh, an old roman road and you just burst into tears. And so, why did that happen? So, sometimes it's just a past life energy bubbling up. Sometimes it's a memory of others that you have about that site. And it could be a connection to the earth that for you is so profound that you burst into tears. And it could be an ancient place of prayer or contemplation uh, that you're connecting to. But you will notice that the, menor- the memory of something like that happening, will not fade from that experience and that you can go back to that energy and tap into it. So that's kind of another clue that it doesn't go away no matter how much time has passed. You still feel a big charge of that energy. So wherever you find these sacred sites in your life, they're great places to receive and transmit energy. And there's a lot of energy around these sites um, that are always swirling around And so you do have a chance to surf some of these psychic psychic waves when you encounter these kind of energies. You get to discover more about the planet, about yourself, and probably a lot more. And you can keep going back to them in meditation. You can go back to them physically, of course. So uh, there's a lot that you can do. Uh, today, we're going to check out three different areas around the globe, and we're going to connect to ourselves, we're going to connect to the earth, and we're going to connect to the origins of these sacred sites. And so, with the energy of these sacred sites, they'll all be different. The ideas around past lives can come up, and for some of you not really into the past life thing, um, how this bubbles up sometimes for some of you is that uh, you could start to experience a little bit of emotion depending where we are in the sacred site. And so if you notice this, um, you can also remember that we are diffusing some of the secrecy around knowing and not knowing about your particular past lives. So you may not want to get into it when we're traveling around today, um, but you always have a chance to go back in another meditation and take a look at it, you know, get into the emotion of it, get into the past life if you want to. So you don't have to, um, but it's an option. So if you find that you're in an area and you don't want to dive in too deep and you're brushing up against a big emotion, which is another clue, like, uh uh-oh, this has something to do with me, um, then that information is good information to have. And you can just come back to that site in a meditation later. Um, But for today's show, you can do something different. You can leave the emotion where it is and direct your attention to where you can receive the energies from these sites without diving into your particular history with it. And uh, that should sort of alleviate kind of any pressure you might feel to like, ah, now i got to go take out all this (laughs) energy and, you know, kind of reconcile it with all the other past lives I have. Like, you don't need to do that. We are just receiving the energy, and we're going to do a lot of different things with it. So, we're going to use a couple of tools in today's travels. Uh, We're going to use a Merkaba, which um, many of you have heard me use on the show before. I may not have called it that, but it's a six pointed star. It's three or fourth dimensional kind of sacred geometry figure. It's like sitting in the middle of a triangle with the base. Uh, below your feet as if you're sitting in a chair with the point very high above your head and then you take another triangle flip it around where the base is above your head and the point is way below your feet and what this sort of does is says says to the universe it's yeah i can't even talk anymore the secret sites are taking over fast um the Merkaba helps you to kind of orientate uh Orientate yourself as you are circling around the globe, as you're kind of tapping into the different dimensions around the sacred sites. Uh, they've all been around the planet um, for centuries and centuries, thousands of years in some cases. Um, so, um, keeping the sacred geometry uh, space around you helps to kind of navigate going up and down through kind of time uh in the meantime speaking of time uh, we're going to use a deep royal purple and that should help sort of alleviate any issues with looking at the history of the sacred site some of these sacred sites have been battlegrounds some have not and so um Or they could have been when you were there. (laughs) So either way, this purple energy helps you kind of handle the history. So you can see the pictures and energy around it without diving into the battle all over again or whatever. Um, So this deep royal purple is almost like a blue. Really deep blue purple color for some of you out there. We're also going to use that visual kind of help that's coming from the sixth chakra or third eye pineal gland some of you like that seventh chakra space on top of your head and you like to survey energy and be up there and it kind of gives a nice sense of control but we don't really need that uh, for today's journey Um, you can use the sixth chakra to sort of look at the energy in a 360 degree sort of arena around you or you can find that it feels better to kind of hang out in the heart space I kind of skip over the fifth chakra, but it's just as important. You might uh, hear sounds and music and uh, different sort of aspects of the sights might talk to you from the fifth chakra too. And the chakras, as you know, they're just energy centers. There's many more than the chakras we usually talk about that are all over the body and above the body and below the body. So that's another show. So we are going to stick to the... fourth chakra which is the heart and the sixth chakra today if you find yourself hearing music okay your fifth chakra is opening up great that's awesome so we will receive and exchange energy on our travels we'll say hello to some of the guardian uh energies almost said angels but guardian energies that are around these sacred sites they may or may not look like angels just so you know um and they may be familiar to you or not and that's okay So we might be meeting some new friends. So what I always like to do before I do a sort of trip like this, meditative trip like this, I usually like to take a gift. And so what you can do is either take some flowers that you really like. uh, Roses are always nice. Um, You can take a crystal or different types of crystals with you or any other type of kind of sacred objects Um, that you can just sort of show that energy of the sacred site that you're in reverence with the sacred site energy. It's kind of what we talked about in the last show of matching energies. We want to kind of bring to the table this vibration of honor and reverence and thanks for having me. (laughs) So we want to show that sacred site that you're not going to like walk in and start the battle all over again you want to come in peace so that's why you take a gift so we have three sites for you to look at today we are going to start off with uh, the Trinity Library in Dublin Ireland Uh, many of you out there have probably seen this uh, library and wanted to spend all day there Um, it's a common phenomena Um, I can talk more about that uh, as we get close to Trinity Library. The other two places we're going to visit, we're going to go to the Sphinx of Giza in Egypt, and we're also going to go to the sacred site of Machu Picchu in Peru in the Andes Mountains. And so many of you can easily visualize these sites. Um, Everybody's been in a library by now, um, and you've seen pictures of the Sphinx or Machu Picchu. So we're kind of using that visual kind of orientation just to get you started, but you'll find that they might look different when we go into our um, Merkaba and we start flying around, um, and that's fine. They might have different colors, and like I say, you might hear things. Um, all of that's great. So we're trying to surf the waves today that are a little less emotional. Um, And we're going to use kind of that visual sense just to orientate ourselves, but we're not going to spend too much time on exactly what the Sphinx looks like to you (laughs) when it's in front of you, uh, because we want you to be in the energy, not analyzing it. And so, uh, let's see. So, we'll start with the mental image of what these places look like. And then that should sort of morph into your imagination a little bit more. So you'll relax a little bit uh, in that space, sacred space. And then it'll morph a little bit more into your sacred psychic space within you. And that's going to be different for folks around the globe. Um, you might notice that you have a completely new relationship with, with some of these sacred sites uh, after today. And so it's definitely going to expand whether or not you've been there. Um, so... Our first stop is the, we're going to look at the Book of Kells in the Trinity Library, Dublin. Um, It actually was a site that was sitting on top of uh, a place called the Priory of All Hallows. And it has survived many, like, Viking and other invasions in um, the 1100s. And then it became Trinity College, Dublin, um, let's say, 1530s. (laughs) back then Um, but the site has always been prosperous and it's always been victorious so somebody tried to steal the book of kells and somehow it got left behind so these stories kind of keep happening um, and if you kind of do your searches on the net on youtube you'll see other people are also looking for the secrets of these sites um, so that's kind of funny so uh, we're gonna look at kind of The human element of it all in this. Um, Why are humans like climbing all over the Trinity College, uh, Trinity Library in Dublin? Um, Why do they keep going there? It's just a library. (laughs) Okay, it's built on one sacred site that we know of, but there's probably more going on even underneath that site. So we're going to kind of go up and down, which is why we need the Merkaba. Um, between kind of what we're seeing on the surface of let's say today's uh, trinity library and uh, how far are we going to go back in history and so you can go back to the origin of it uh, we'll just kind of see where the energy takes us so all right so i like you to just take a deep breath and we're going to settle back into that space behind our eyes If you notice that you drop down even further into your body, that's fine. You'll be dropping into the heart chakra. It's another way to read energy. So we're going to have the base of the triangle of that sacred geometry, Merkaba, around us. The base is going to go below our feet. And the point of that triangle is going to go above our head, whether we're sitting or lying down. And then we're going to just add another triangle upside down with the base above our head and the point well below our feet. And if you just start to let this Merkaba start to wiggle around, start to oscillate in some way, we're just going to allow this Merkaba color. You're going to be able to see through it, but it's going to be purple. And we're using this really deep, dark purple energy so we can talk to all layers of time that we encounter. There we go. Okay. So we're going to connect the base of our spine through that mark to the center of the earth. It's always nice to be a little bit tethered to the earth when we do this thing of flying around. And for some of you, it might feel even a little more comfortable if you have some cosmic energy flowing and you can have that coming in from the sun, just the usual sun we see all the time. You can have that start flowing through the Merkaba and your body and chakras. So you can start flowing from the top of the head, down the back, through the base of the spine, up the front of the chakras, you might notice some energy coming out of your hands. That's great. You might notice some earth energy also starting to flow. Okay. So you might want to close your eyes and hopefully you're not driving, which I don't think you would be. <laughs> For this show. So if you just notice that you can see out in front of you with your eyes closed, just kind of your environment that you're sitting or lying down in. We're gonna just allow that Merkupa to start vibrating and oscillating, chugging along. You're gonna just start to vibrate up. You're going to vibrate over your town. And as you kind of look back over your shoulder, as the smirk of us speeding along to Trinity College London? I mean, Dublin. <laughs> you might notice your town far, far away beneath you. And as we kind of speed along through space, we're looking at different formations along the Earth. You might take different routes to get there. And if you look around you in the space, you might see a couple other people and their little Merkaba stars flying along next to you. And that's cool. Just wave, keep going. And as you kind of start to circle around Dublin, I'd like you to just notice that you can see kind of the spires of the different buildings of Trinity College. You can see the big gate. You can see the museum in this courtyard. You can see all the folks starting to kind of walk inside. It might be late in the day. And that's fine. And as you notice, we start to kind of fly into this building. We want to look for the Book of Kells. And you'll see a big, long line of people trying to take a little peek at this Book of Kells. We're just using this kind of as a marker of where we're starting our journey. And if you keep going along past the Book of Kells, you'll see the long, what they call the Long Hall. It has a big vaulted ceiling, and there's books. It's a couple stories high. And from the center of this room of the Long Hall, you can just look up and see rows and rows and rows of books. There's over 5 million books here. And in this space, just notice that you have a lot of purple energy that's starting to kind of mist away. And it's going to start leading you to a doorway. For some of you, you might want to go down a staircase. Or you might just want to disappear into one of those books. And as you just notice that this energy has changed a little bit, things might feel a little familiar. And so while kind of the space of this long haul is getting a little bit more muted, a little bit foggy as we start to wind down into kind of the origin of this sacred site, i like you to just notice that you have your gift ready and you've got to leave it somewhere. So along this long hall, there's lots of tables with lamps on it. And you can just put your crystal or rose or whatever that gift is next to one of the lights on those tables. There you go. You might notice that you're kind of drawn to a doorway, a staircase. Or maybe a book. And as you make your way to whichever place you're drawn to at this point. You might want to say to yourself, hello, I'm here. And you might want to kind of look around the space. And notice that being off to your right. And you might say, thanks for having me. You might want to ask this being what it might want to show you here. you go. You might notice that Merkaba is getting a little bit bigger. You have a little more room to wiggle around walk around with it around you. You might notice that being next to you is taking you on a little journey. Below this library other areas that folks don't get a lot of chance to see. You might ask this being that you're working with now how you might receive more of this energy. This site has been here for many centuries and a lot of things have happened with prosperity in this sacred site. So what information could you receive You might notice that you're being taken to a certain spot that is your best place to receive this energy. And as you're receiving, you might have a couple of questions. It could be about knowledge or communication. It could be about prosperity, abundance. Generating new energy to create even more in your life. Okay, so we'd like to amp up that energy even a little bit more. So I'd like you to just let that merkaba get a little bigger, maybe a little more purpley. I'd like you to just imagine even more of that energy coming into that merkaba, filling and informing your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit. and any other place you'd like to go. Okay, great. So I'd like you to let that being show you back up to where we started in the long haul. And just notice how this energy changes because we're closer to present day now. And I'd like you to ask this being if there's any places that this energy of this library should be directed to. Is there some other place on the earth that needs it? could you just imagine that some of this energy from this library could be transmitted somewhere else around the globe? And wherever that is, just notice how that energy starts to flow out. It's not flowing through you, but you're just kind of sharing this space, this sacred energy with someone else around the globe. Great. You can just let that energy continue to flow. Just kind of notice that uh, you're still in your Merkaba. And I'd like you to just say goodbye to this being that you met. You can say, I'll see you later. All right. So we're going to take our Merkaba and move ourselves out of the great long hall of Trinity College Library out into the hustle and bustle of Dublin. We're going to just let that mark above float up above the city. And we're going to start making our way back to our hometown. And as we zoom along, you might see a couple of other folks in their merkabas around you. There's plenty of space. Nobody needs to fly into each other. It's fine. And as we start to circle our hometown, you'll notice how fast and easy that was. You can just take that merkaba and start to settle back into your space where you were sitting or lying down. Great okay, you're going to open your eyes. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we got to go to Egypt. (laughs) So stay tuned. Hi, this is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com. Hey, I would love to hear what waves you're surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call 1 760 456 7277. That number again 1 760 456 7277. Hi, this is Christy Walsh from Surfing the Psychic Waves, and we're back. Like, literally, we are back. So, now that we're kind of back in our home space, Uh, We have been visiting uh, a sacred site, and now we're off to our second journey of today's show. And we are going to go check out the Sphinx of Giza, which is in Egypt. And many of you have seen this beautiful uh, drawing or picture of the Sphinx in the desert on the Giza Plateau. Uh, It might be missing a nose. (laughs) Preparing for the show, I did run across other pictures that folks have drawn with the nose on it. So uh, we don't really know why um, or how the Sphinx was damaged. We still don't know to this day. We also don't know mm-hmm. how old it actually is. So there's many schools of thought over how old this uh, beautiful monument is. Uh, was it built before the pyramids or after Um, It's tied to different pharaohs. So there's a lot going on there. And one of the kind of uh, energies around a sacred site is that people can't get the story straight. So that's okay. It just gives you a big clue that like, oh, there's some energy going on here. So let's go figure it out. So some folks have found uh chambers underneath the sphinx so we're going to go check those out there's also different ways to climb into the sphinx uh there might be a couple of energy portals that open up around the head top of the head of the sphinx itself it's like a big lion head with a headdress um and then the paws of the sphinx because it has kind of a lion body the, the front paws there's some stuff going on there so you might want to look for an entrance there Uh, Or, if you might have created the Sphinx, this is where the past life kind of kicks in, you might have your own special door. (laughs) So, we're going to check that out in a minute. Um, So, many of these sites, sacred sites that we've talked about, um, they uh, really generate an energy. They have different purposes. um, And uh, we do know that the Sphinx actually is facing the star of Sirius in the sky. So, Sirius is another star system that's way, way out there. There's another sun that's out there, too. Um, There's Sirius A and B and other um, planetary objects around it. So, this other kind of solar system that it's pointing to, um, we don't really know exactly what it's saying by pointing to it. But, uh, hello, Sirius. (laughs) So, you might want to uh, just sort of notice any of the astral astronomical or astrological uh, features of the Sphinx Um, and you might notice if there's any energy you might have left for yourself there if you were part of the creators of the Sphinx and I'm saying that because you never know could be you know your neighbor next door it could be somebody listening to the show so uh, we're going to get back into uh, that psychic tool of uh We're going to let that um, Merkaba start to come in and around us. And let's see what happens. So, we're going to have the base of the triangle and the point above our head, the first triangle of the Merkaba. Then, we're going to have another triangle kind of intersect that first one with the base above our head and the point below our feet. Okay. All right. So uh, what we talked about before is that we're going to use our sixth chakra or our heart chakra to kind of orientate ourselves. We're going to let that Merkaba in and around us start to vibrate at the color of a deep royal purple. And that allows us to kind of move in and out of time very easily. Great. And it kind of clears up. You can see everything uh, kind of coming at you through the Merkaba. But we're just setting that energy at that deep royal purple. We're also going to take a gift with us. And we'd like to leave a gift at the Sphinx. Maybe that's um, a little crystal. Maybe it's a flower. If you were going to hang out with the Sphinx one day, What would you give it? All right. Okay. So we want to just kind of take a deep breath and be in that space behind your eyes. If you drop down into the heart chakra, that's fine. You'll notice that Merkabah in and around you. And we're going to just kind of lift off above your home space. You are connected to the earth as we do our journey, and we are connected to the sun. And as we start to kind of motor off in our Merkaba, we're going to make our way towards Egypt. And just notice how fast that Merkaba can go, flying past many different continents, oceans. And you'll start to notice as you start to hover over the space of the Giza Plateau, you'll see the three pyramids. And then you'll start to see that Sphinx image come into view. Great. So we're going to just circle around the Sphinx itself. You might notice the ground, you might notice how tall it is. You might notice how much it's buried under sand or not. And as you kind of survey, This area around the Sphinx, you might notice there's different, you know, uh, tourist folks visiting. And you might notice that there's an entrance that starts to open up for you. Wherever that entrance is for you, just continue to go deep below ground. Deep beneath the Sphinx in kind of the center of its body. And you'll find quite a big chamber Where the ceiling has all sorts of images above it. And as you're in this chamber, you might notice other folks are kind of landing there at the same time you are. You can just wave. You might notice that it's time to kind of uh, put down your gift. You might notice a table off to the side. go and as you do this you notice a little tap on the shoulder and this is one of the guardians of the temple of the sphinx you'll notice this guardian is a little bit different than others we've encountered so far Notice the energy of like a longtime friend that you haven't seen in a while. And as you make your way down one of the corridors, you might notice a room that sort of beckons you. And as you're walking into this room, kind of called you to it. You might notice that your Merkaba is getting a little bigger, ready to ready to receive energy. You might notice different aspects of this room. And you might notice energy that sort of crops up where it's time to receive that energy. You might notice that you actually want to sort of exchange energy in this room as well. You might notice that this room is not just connected to the Sphinx, it's connected to other places around the globe and other places in the universe. You can notice all those different energy streams coming in and out of your Merkaba, where you're outputting energy and you're receiving energy at the same time. energy seems to be working on the nervous system and other aspects of the body so just sort of notice that Merkaba receiving energy and changing a little bit might be changing a little bit of color and that's fine You might want to communicate a little bit with that being. It might just be telepathic. Okay. So, as we move off out of this room, I like you to exit the Sphinx, whatever secret passageway the Guardian shows you. And in that Merkaba space, I like you to just look at the Sphinx again, notice the energy, notice other places that you'd like to come back and visit. Other areas that you'd like to explore. There's many more chambers in here. Great. So I'd like you to thank that being. And as we kind of rise up in that merkaba again, just notice that you're infused with a whole bunch of energy now which is great because we're gonna go to Peru. Okay, so just wave goodbye to that guardian of the Sphinx and we're gonna make our way down to South America. And as we're making our way towards that Andean city we start to already see that mountain that we've all seen in pictures of Machu Picchu. You might notice lots of folks sort of wandering around the different stone structures. But I'd like you to just notice above this space that your Merkaba is getting super purple again. It's getting ready to receive some more energy but we want to get into attunement with Machu Picchu. The energy is very vertical. So, where is this going out to in the universe? Where is it pointing to? And just notice that the center of the earth can be very much felt here, although you're so high up in the Andes. So, just sort of notice your space in that Merkaba. Notice those different sort of outlines of stone walls and different structures that were part of the Machu Picchu city. And I'd like you to come to one part that is the oldest part of Machu Picchu. It was actually there before the city was built. And the stones are so smooth and fit together and it almost looks like um a hitching post that you would, you know, park your horse there. <laughs> but as you notice this energy and the colors of all these energies in Machu Picchu, I like you to just notice that you have a gift to leave on this uh, oldest part of Machu Picchu, the pitching. Uh, the hitching horse, place. There we go. You want to leave your gift here. And then I'd like you to just notice that Merkava is wanting to start to go into the earth and into that mountain of Machu Picchu. And as you start to drop down into this mountain, you'll notice all sorts of areas of light and a whole other structure in here. And as you kind of reach the bottom, i like you to just notice that there's someone waiting for you there. Another guardian. This guardian's a little bit different than the other ones that we've met. So take some time with this being to get to know it a little bit. You may have known this being before. All right. So we're going to let this being guide you to what your best place is to receive and transmit energy deep within this mountain. You might notice kind of the cathedral like atmosphere in here. It's a little bit different than other places you might have seen on the surface of Earth. And you also might notice that it does link to other parts of the universe. So in this space, I'd like you to just let that Merkaba receive this sacred energy And commune with it. And you might notice a different type of energy coming into your space. It might be a little bit more energetic. A little bit more sparkly. A little more lightning-like. And just let this energy inform your body. You might know an Easiness to this energy. Great. Okay, so we're going to have that guardian take you to some of the sacred fountains inside this mountain. There's a couple of different ones. So wherever that is, you can just take one hand. You don't have to totally jump in. (laughs) You can just take one hand and just experience that uh, fountain of energy. It'll look like water, but it might feel a little bit differently than water. and as you receive that in I'd like you to let that guardian just lead you up to the top of Machu Picchu again and as we're at the top of that sacred site of Machu Picchu you might notice some tourists walking around different stone walls, a different vibration up here. You might notice where your energy is connecting to other mountains that you can see from this space. You might notice a different kind of sense of belonging from being here. Great. Okay. So we're going to say goodbye to that guardian that has helped us in Machu Picchu, and we're going to start making our way back to our hometown. You might notice a little bit of a rush of energy as you bounce off that mountain, circling the globe back to your home space. And as we do this super quickly, you're going to just drop right back down into your chair or place where you were lying down. Just notice that space behind your eyes again. You can leave that Merkaba in and around you today, just so you can integrate some of that energy. And just know that you can always come back uh, to any of these sacred sites or any other on the planet. Um, These sacred sites are meant to be cultivated as far as an earthling and its relationship to the sacred site. And it's supposed to be encouraged and helpful to you to work energy. So I'd like to thank you so much for surfing the psychic waves with us today. We have Venus and Summer up next. And uh we're so excited that we were able to do this today. And I'd love to hear your stories. You can find me at surfingthepsychicwaves at gmail.com. Thanks so much.